I'm getting heated. We're getting off the rails here. Freaking out. The title of this episode is Fuck You, Mom. You screwed up all the boys. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. I'm Alex today. Wow, and I'm Jordan, because we've swapped hair. I still can't get over looking at you. I, why do I look younger? Why did I just, why? You why? look younger, I look older. You look older. You look 29 now, in a good way. I'm 29, so I don't hate on that age. <laughs> I wasn't going to, but it's two years older than me, so. No, you just look like mature, and your hair mm-hmm. looks fresh, and the color, like you have a good face. I can Thanks. see your face so much more now. Yeah, that was the problem with long hair is it really weighed on me and it was just hiding so much of my face. Uh, Like when I got it done yesterday, the first thing I said was, I look so mature. And he was like, ah, no, I'm like, no, I like that I look mature. Yeah, we want to grow up. Yeah, Mm -hmm. growing up is cool. But it freaks me out because you look like you're so young. I don't know what I don't know what happened. I feel like I just went back to college. Yeah, you look like a sorority president. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, oh, here we are. Also, I've never met someone in my entire life who changes so drastically with their hairstyles. Yeah, it's bad. I will method act with the according hairstyle. <laughs> like, does Graham get freaked out? But no. he married this version of you. Yes, he like Graham likes long hair. Okay. When I cut my hair short, though, he was like, wow, I love the short hair. But typically, Graham's a long hair person, so this works. But, yeah, it's, um, hair's interesting because it's, I think, okay, so I think it's the largest change you can possibly make. If you do it drastically enough, not a trim. Yeah. But a color or a cut? 100%. I was blonde for two years. <laughs> and you look like a completely different person if you change it. Whole different personality. Like, your your whole vibe changes with your hair, too. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Your, yours look so good, though. Thank mm. you. I love yours. Thank you. It just freaks me out because this is how I met Alex. And I feel like we became friends when you had short hair. And we started the podcast when you had short hair. Oh, so much happened. We started the podcast, like, the two days after I cut my hair. Yeah. And now you have long hair. It's like, hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, I know. I know. Everyone today will accept the guys. That's what I love about boys. Some of the guys here were like verbatim. Billy football in the kitchen. Why are you dressed up today? I said, technically, I'm not. I'm in biker shorts and a tank top. And he's like, but you look different. And I'm like, give me your best guess. And he's like, lipstick. Oh, no. And I'm like, no, no, like 12 inches of hair. But guys, that's what I love about guys. Yeah. They don't. They don't even know. No, not one person has noticed my hair, but it's also because I feel like when you have brown hair, it's harder to notice, too. It's so true. Yeah. yeah it's true. Yeah. Yours to me is so obvious. From a female's eyes. Also, though, you've been wearing your hair up a lot. That's what I was going to say, too, with you, too. Since with Rough and Rowdy, you were getting, your hair is always in French braids that maybe people just, they saw in those short braids and they assumed that was the length. They were like, oh, the okay. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> All right, you guys, before we get into this episode... I have this massive question for Alex Bennett. What? <laughs> so now the Rough and Rowdy's done. You were not drinking for what? Two, three weeks? A month? A month. Um, are you going to be drinking again? And what's going to be your drink of choice if you decide to? Well, I, yes, I'm going to be drinking again. And I'm going straight for the vodka. <laughs> Which will be? AKA Pink Whitney, my beloved sponsor at Rough and Rowdy. Give it a little clap, a little clap. And it's, you know what? It's shoot your shot summer. Go to the bar, buy a shot for somebody. But also, we're taking, we're taking shoot your shot right into fall. 
Hell yeah, it's shoot your shot season, baby. I've been putting on all my friends to Pink Whitney. Like, every time I'm around somebody, I'm like, we got to get Pink Whitney shots. We got to drink Pink Whitney. And everyone loves it. They love it. Keep tagging us in your Insta stories. Keep taking Pink Whitney shots. We're going to be doing it. We're going to just change shoot your shot summer. Or no, shot girl summer to shot girl fall. <laughs> Roll right into it. Yeah, but shot, Pink Whitney's not going anywhere. We're going to be shooting shots. We're going to be taking <laughs> shots and shooting shots all year round, baby. <laughs> Are we grounded for not shooting our shot? I did. I shot my shot. Okay, well, what was it? Well, I have two, but I can't say one. What the? I talked to a boy that I like, okay? Okay. Yeah. Very cute. Yeah, but my shooting my shot was I cut my hair off. Yeah, that's mm. good. I love yeah. that. My shoot your shots reverse. I'm not allowing myself to go to the gym, and that's been nice. Can you? Thank you. Amazing. Yes. We're, this is what it is. It's post-rough and rowdy because that was kind of a sprint for us. It was a time of our lives. That was, in, that was a tornado. A, it was a we, but a beautiful tornado oh, that turned into a rainbow. Yes. Oh, it did have a rainbow afterwards. Yeah. And now we're like back. Football yeah. season's going to start. Football season at Barstool is the equivalent of like school starting because everyone's back in the office. Like, yeah, we truly do school like we do football and then we do summer. Yeah. No, we ha- we truly are a, a, like a school year. Yeah. And yeah. So we're about to go back to school. Yeah. Speaking of rough and rowdy, though, um, since that was so much of your life, how are you feeling now that it's over? I have to be honest, like I'm struggling. Yeah, talk us through that. I Okay, so you know how you put you know how you put all of your eggs in one basket in yep. life? Yeah. And and it that you have something that gives you so much purpose. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're about to get married or maybe your kids are about to leave for college. But all of your life like you were a mom or all of your life you were in high school. For me, the past 2 months, I I put every single thing into rough and rowdy and it was who I was like it gave me purpose but I have to tell you this I never I knew I wanted to do it and I knew I wanted to challenge myself but it wasn't until Thursday night before the fight that I figured out why it was oh isn't that weird I didn't think you told me this I didn't I I didn't tell you yet okay (laughs) okay so growing up I always wanted to be tough in a way um And I never felt like I was like worthy of having grit because I didn't have that story. Like, you know, I didn't grow up with my dad incarcerated. My Mm -hmm. parents never struggled to put food on the table. So I guess you call it hashtag blessed, right? So I would talk to my therapist and I'd be like, I'm going to get in this ring. And like, when it gets tough, do I have what it takes? And like, that's what I wanted to find out about myself was that I was tough enough to do it. And she was like, grit isn't, doesn't care about the circumstance. Like, just because you were born into a family that, you know, was blessed doesn't mean that you don't get to possess the the feelings of grit. And she said grit is facing every single feeling that makes you uncomfortable, but all of them. So including this one and going like 100%. And I was like, that's what I want to be able to do when I get in this ring is prove to myself that I have grit. But I never thought for 29 years, like I never thought I was worthy as the person that was like from the other side of the tracks. Yeah. But it never mattered. No, I, I'm... I wish you would have said something to me on Thursday because that's so impactful, but I'm glad you didn't because I feel like you figured it out on your own, which you needed to do. But that's so true because I think with anything like grit or trauma or this or that, people feel like they need to go through something specific to earn that. Mm-hmm. And it's not true. Like through therapy, I always felt like I didn't deserve to go to therapy because I didn't have that trauma that you need to go. That's it. Yeah. And my therapist used to always say like, trauma does not like, cho- like what's what I'm looking for? It doesn't... um 
Dis- discriminate? Yes. It doesn't discriminate. Like if you even were called stupid in high school or in middle school back then, I think that's trauma. Anything that affects you negatively is trauma. It's a massive scale. And same with grit. It's a massive scale. Like you don't have to go through something specific to earn that emotion or feeling right like how you i guess that that's good it sort of means like your feelings and i know everyone always says this but your feelings are valid yeah like i would watch mike tyson's documentary and like his dad had died and his mom and all of these things happen and i'm like that's why he's tough Mm -hmm. like he did something that made him tough but it's like maybe you don't have that so it's like i wanted to box to make sure i was tough and it's like you can just be tough you are hella tough but but you thank you. But you know what? Like I'm like I kept being like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And then it was Thursday night. I was reading my notes, and I'm like, I'm doing it because I want to prove myself. This, but I could I could have had it forever. It sounds like you had imposter syndrome the whole time you were training for rough and rowdy until the Thursday before. I still <laughs> have it. You really? Kind of. Okay. Do you? Do you oh, this is what I did learn on imposter syndrome. Yeah. Because Friday morning, I was like, you got to figure it out. Like we Friday have, of Rough and Rowdy? Yes. Okay. I woke up the day of the fight, and I'm like, you got to figure it out. And I'm like, how do I win this fight? The only way I could win it was confidence. And I had to power through the imposter syndrome. And lo- I literally had to look in the mirror and be like, you are a boxer that can beat her. Mm-hmm. Like, you are better only if you believe you're better. So, get like, the only person that could make or break myself was me. Like, don't you feel like that's imposter syndrome is, like, lacking literal confidence? Yeah, or just deciding in your head that you don't deserve something because you aren't good enough to deserve it does that ever happen to you with this job that happens to me in every aspect of life i've had imposter syndrome my whole life mainly as soon as i graduated college like old job and this job why why when you graduated like what was it i don't know i just always i never thought i was good enough to be in the roles that i was in to get that promotion to have this job to be paid this amount to start a barstool to have a podcast to be to have a platform. I just had never associated myself with being like good enough or that I didn't, I feel like I never earned it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, I always wondered if we had the top of the top on here, Steve jobs, if he was alive and we were like, did you ever feel like you deserved it? Like, I feel like nobody actually thinks they do. It's just the ones that are like, you know what? I'm going to power through this because if we, if none of us thought we could do it, nobody would do it. Yeah. So some people showed up and they were like, I'm going to get some confidence. And I hope you, I think you and I are doing that more and more, mm-hmm. being like, we, we can provide value, but it's so crazy to be like, the only difference is if I just had a little bit of confidence, I could do so much more. Yeah. I feel like imposter syndrome too, for me, it comes from, since I don't have like, I don't check these boxes. I don't deserve it. Like I didn't go to an Ivy league school. I didn't mm-hmm. get straight A. So why do I deserve that really good corporate job with that high paying salary? But it's like, who made up these rules once again that you need to check these boxes to earn this role? Right. Like, you got there for a reason. No one just picked you off randomly from the street and was like, you, you today will, <laughs> will be work at Barstool. Yes, and, and you know what else I'm realizing, too, is, like, it's never going to be easy. No, if it's, nothing good is ever easy. Not, I'm like, it's, okay, so it's going to be a little harder than we all thought. Yeah. But the thing that keeps me going, and let me know if you think this too, but we talk a lot about intention, but like if I'm doing anything and I'm doing it superficially, I can have no confidence. But if I'm doing it with a sense of like depth and authenticity, then I can find, I can channel that inner confidence. Yeah. If you trained through rough and rowdy and you everything came easy to you and you were just like yeah it's so easy blah 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 and you want to be like 
All right, Alex, cool. But I saw you work your butt off. I saw you start from the bottom, go to the top. I saw you cry. I saw you get hit in the nose and bleed. You had anxiety. Like, I saw you through everything where you truly deserved to win and to be a boxer. Like, you went through it all. Yeah, that's actually funny to say because I guess now I'm thinking, why? Did, why? I didn't do it for the money. I didn't do it for anything other than I was seriously trying to tell myself if I could I was trying to find grit the whole time. Yeah. So if I was doing it because I wanted money mm-hmm. and I got punched in the face, I don't think you can power through that. No, 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 no. I think you have to be like, why am I doing it? Like, why? I think it boils down to like people's jobs too. You have to say like, why do you do what you do? Yeah. And then I think you can get rid of imposter syndrome if you're like, I do it because I love it. Yeah. Also too, like with Rough and Rowdy and through a lot of things in life, like, you kind of lost an identity and your purpose because that was your purpose for so long. Because I think about that all the time. Something I try to teach myself is never have all your eggs in one basket because I always think, like, if that was removed, what would you do with your life? And I always think, like, if I lost Mean Girl Pod tomorrow, I would be a mess Mm -hmm. because I, I have a lot of eggs, but that's, like, my biggest egg. You know what I mean? And it's something that truly makes me panic because it's a scary thought to have everything in one all your eggs in one basket so with rough and rowdy i feel like that was your biggest ache for the past two months and now it's gone in a way yeah you you had paralleled it to somebody that broke up with like a boyfriend yeah and i would think about it like if you lived with them yeah and then like you moved out Mm -hmm. and you woke up one day and you were like it was all i knew yeah well like in the midwest i'll change the story up a little bit but if in the Midwest, people, their whole life is their relationship. And if you're married to someone and you're, that's everything, like blood, sweat, and tears of that relationship, and you get divorced one day, out of the blue, they're like, I don't want to be with you anymore, you're going to start panicking mm-hmm. because you're going to be like, I don't, I don't have friends anymore. I don't have a career I love. Like, you were my everything. But for all you know, that other person could have been having so many other things in their life that fulfilled them. Yes, entirely. Yeah. Now I'm asking myself, I'm like, what do you want to, what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? Yeah. And I'm like, I I just, I, I'm reading and that's all I know to do. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'm not allowing myself to go to the gym. I'm like, you have to, you, the boat, the boat was steady. The boat's rocked. And now I'm like, we have to steady it again. Yeah. It's just crazy. Cause it's like, that's going to happen throughout our entire life. Like you think it will end after high school and then college. And then once you get your full job or once you get into, once you get married, you think it's going to end. It's like, no, if you're doing life right it's never going to end because no. you're going to be challenging yourself and doing these crazy big things throughout your entire life that most likely won't last your entire life. No, never. No, it's full. we're full of changes here. Yeah. But we've been talking and I think this is helping you create some really cool ideas for Mean Girl Pod for the future. Yes, I am excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited too. And we'll, we won't tease you guys. We will tell you eventually, but yes, we will. The, the brain's getting a flow, flooded with good ideas. Flooded, yeah, that's the word. A flow. A flow. Getting a f- period flow. Oh, speaking of that, have you got your period? <laughs> Dude, no. And it's not because she's pregnant. Uh, she yeah, just... everyone's like, oh, pregnancy announcement. No, guys, I have a highly irregular period. Yeah. I took my wedding diet too seriously. Yeah. And my body's been messed up ever since, so. But, but it's funny because, it's not funny. It's serious. <laughs> it's not, but, no part of it's funny. But, but Al- <laughs> what happens is Alex will be like, I'm getting my period on the, the 19th but it's always like two weeks after but you go through all of those horrible period symptoms for those next two weeks and it gets worse every day it's kind of like after i took plan b that from that point on until i got my period i was a wreck it's horrible it's awful for these bodies i'm like god ah, here we are oh god i have a question for you what <laughs> that's the only way i know how to transition sometimes <laughs> and i'm gonna do it in every episode yeah you are okay 
So now that, so a lot of change has been happening in your life. Mm-hmm. You're not doing rough and rowdy. You're not boxing. So you have a little bit more time on your hands. Graham is working full time. So he has more time on his hands. How is that? What's, what's going on in, in the marriage category? Well, Graham <laughs> wants to fight me. <laughs> Not really. Rough and rowdy. Graham wants to do R and R nineteen against me. Um, I would pay big bucks for that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So he. Okay, we know he didn't give me a birthday present because I didn't want one. Just like I'm still yeah. shocked. Yeah, me by too. That. <laughs> shocked. But okay, we'll apply. So he's like. I'm going to get you something for rough and rowdy, like afterwards. And I'm like, you don't have to, but that would be nice. And he's like, okay, doesn't happen. So I... I have a story for you. Oh, boy. So I go and get these extensions yesterday, and I come back. And he's like, huh, looks like the credit card charge comes through. And he's like, well, how long are those going to last? And I'm like, it's my present to myself. For boxing. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Because you were going to get me one and then you didn't. So then I got myself one. And he was <laughs> like, well, okay. Yeah, I guess that works. And I was like, you said you were going to get me a present. Why didn't you get me a present? And he's like, you said that I didn't have to. And I'm like, okay. When a girl says that you don't have to, like, what am I going to say? Yes, please. Get me the present. No, I'm just going to say you don't have to. But you should go ahead and get it. Graham Bennett. I know. I'm like, come on, give it. Like, and I don't want to be like, I want something. It's okay if you do. But no, it would be it's nice. Effort. It's like the same thing as flowers. Like, mm-hmm. you don't, I don't want the flowers once I ask you for the flowers because it's the intention. Yeah. If you don't want the physical present, you want him to, the thought, to want to get you a present. Does he listen to this podcast? I don't get why they don't understand that. They don't get it. It's all about the intention of a gift. Yes. Yeah. You think that they would learn by now? I mean, we've been doing this for years. Ladies have been pulling this this trick for years. When you, when I, I guess when I say to him, well, I don't even tell him when I'm gonna get him a present. I just get it. Yeah. Because I don't even want to go through the convo of like, would you or would you not? We actually got home from Rough and Rowdy, and there was like a box, and he opened it up, <laughs> and it was like this pink cause piece of art, and it was bright pink. And so I thought, oh, that's my present. And he said, he, these words came out of his mouth. He's like, can you believe I got it? And I was like, <laughs> Graham! He's like, this is such a cool piece of art. And like goes and sets it on the coffee table and walks off. And I'm like, okay, I have a story for you. Okay, what? It's not that crazy of a story. But when we were road tripping to Rough and Rowdy, um, and we all went to the gas station, you were in the bathroom, I believe. And I went up to Graham and I go, Graham, we need to get Alex a gift for when she wins Rough and Rowdy. What are we going to do? And he was like... No. <laughs> and I was like, should we get her champagne or something? And he was like, no, we'll, we'll plan something, get something when, it, when it's all over. Where is it, Graham? <laughs> we won't. We will not be doing that. We just like. You know, like oh, yeah. Now that I think of it, he was so unfazed. I was like. He like shut you down. Actually. I know. I was like, we need to get her a gift. And he's like, no. <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't. It's not ill. It's definitely not ill. Like, it's the part. No. I'm like, it just doesn't. Because Graham is the nicest human being in the world. Mm-hmm. He's so sweet. I'm like, so you're telling me truly it doesn't register. And it truly doesn't. Like, he. I bought enough banana. I bought five bananas and five yogurts for my week. Oh, God. And then he would eat them. It sounds like when I lived with my boyfriend. And you're like, those are my, my yogurts. And then you want to know what he says? We share everything. No, we don't. <laughs> we, we, we do until we don't. He goes, what's yours is mine. 
No, 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 no. What's yours is mine, but what mine is not yours, honey. Correct. <laughs> I'm like, you don't... That's not a fair statement. No. They don't get it. And also the food. Don't touch my food. Do not touch. But, okay, but would you touch his? Yes. Same. But I'm he really, fun food. I'm really bad about that. I'm like, I would touch his food, but he wouldn't touch my food. But that's because guys buy, like, fun food that has, like, so much. Like, girls buy, like, individual yeah, portions. Right. Guys buy, like, bags of chips, and, like, girls buy, like, one yogurt. Like, right. that yogurt's for Monday. And they're like, <laughs> I want it. And, no, and it never fails when there's only one left. I'm like, so you had no problem taking the last one and not, like, alerting the troops? Mm, no. When they take the last of the liquid... Oh. That drives me up a wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just kept the carton in the fridge, empty. <laughs> Put it back in there. This is why I can't live with the significant other. <laughs> it is like, it is, no matter how old the boy is, I do feel like there's just a child. Yeah. We, he makes yogurt, or he makes overnight oats mm-hmm. in mason jars. And we've been yeah. putting the dirty mason jars back in the refrigerator. <gasps> Honest to God, I think one, he will reuse them. Or two, I think he just thinks it's easier than leaving the dish out. Like, I won't notice if he puts it back in the refrigerator. The man has been putting the dirty, empty. empty. Don't you have a dishwasher? Yes, he's been putting them back in the fridge. Yeah, with their crusted oats on the side of it? You have to let oats soak for like 20 why minutes are, before you wash. Why are men okay with accepting that that for themselves? For the filth? Do you know what I mean? They're okay, they're okay with accepting to live in filth. Just do dirty things. Yes, and that's the problem. When yeah. I walk in the kitchen and it's dirty... He he doesn't think I'm going to clean it. He just truly doesn't care. Right. I that's my line all the time. <laughs> like, like why are, why is this level acceptable for you? Like this level of cleanliness. Do you want to know why? Why are you okay with accepting that? Do you want to know why? Why? Because they had someone their whole yes. life do it for them. We gotta break Called that cycle. MOM. <laughs> yes, mom would do <laughs> it for them. Yes. Literally, that's my brother. Me too. I learned how to do laundry. I fucking hate when I see my mom letting my brothers get away with stuff. Dude, I learned how to do laundry when I was like two years old. <laughs> my brother still doesn't know how to do laundry and he's 29. I, okay, speaking of laundry, I have a question. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting heated. We're getting off the rails. <laughs> Freaking out. Yeah. The title of this episode is Fuck You Mom. Yeah. You screwed up all the boys. <laughs> Content right. Kim is not going to be happy with She's that. She's not going to like that one. No. She did it to my brother. Um, <laughs> if... If there, if the person in the relationship is chief of laundry, which mm-hmm. would be Graham in this scenario, he's, he's head of laundry. He's good at it. He doesn't <laughs> mind doing it. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But there are weeks where the laundry bin starts to overflow. Yeah. Do I have the right to say anything to him, or do I just have to say all good? I have a question. What? So do you guys have specific roles? Like if he does laundry, do you always cook? Type of role. Yes. So in my past relationship. I was the cleaner. He was the cooker. Okay. So if the food, like if we wanted to eat, I would always be like, hey, are you going to eat? But like for laundry, I did that as well. And if he was like, hey, are you going to do that? It didn't bother me because I knew he was going to do that. But if he like out of pocket was like, hey, are you going to grow shop? I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Buddy, that is not my role, honey. You do the cooking and I do the cleaning, which laundry is in that subcategory. Okay, so so wait, so yes or no, I have the right to say something. Um, so laundry's his role, and he hasn't touched it. Yeah, and I know he will, but it's it's let's say yeah. it's overflowing. Are you fulfilling your role every day? Yes, a hundred percent. Say something. Okay, but now there are days I miss, like like I'm human. You know, if I leave late, the bed's not made, and maybe the kitchen's not clean. Oh, and on a pinch. Um, mm. nah, yeah, that's. Would true. it make you mad if he said something to you and was like, Alex, can you do that? Or would you be like, why didn't you just do it then? Okay, I guess if it if it happened like twice in a row, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, maybe the the wording would be, I know you always do it, 
and it's your role, I'm just saying, yeah. could you pick it up a little well, bit? Well, it depends, like, how overflowing are we talking about? Like, it's one thing if it's, like, full, but if clothes are, like, falling out, I would be like, bro. Got to the laundry. Like, bro, what are you... But also, it's hard because he's a working man now. I know. It, it It's a huge reality shift when you start working because you're like, wait, I have no more time to, like, do chores. Correct. And for a while, I... Correct. Took, correct. <laughs> when he was just a student, he would student from home, mm-hmm. and I took full advantage of him and made him do all the chores. Can I say something? Yes. Um, I feel like, and this is a good lesson for anyone, boy, girl, doesn't matter if it, this could be any situation, but I feel like that must be a very hard transition from going with someone who didn't have a full-time job to a full-time job because your entire relationship roles is going to change. Yes, yes, because, okay, when we first got married, the best advice I got was what you do at the beginning, you will do at the end. Yeah. So you start doing the dishes, they're going to get used to you doing the dishes. That's going to happen forever. Totally. Yeah. So we kind of got into that because when Graham and I first got married, we had two totally different corporate jobs. Mm -hmm. Then we both quit those jobs. COVID hit. We were both at home constantly doing chores. Then I start coming to work here, but he's a student at home. Mm -hmm. He did everything. Cooked, cleaned, all of it. And then when he went back to work, it was like, oh, my God, I was so spoiled. Yeah. He stopped. (laughs) He totally stopped doing everything. But I was like, I don't have the right anymore to be like, yo, can you? Yeah. It's it's hard. Like, I feel like you guys are just going to sit down and and talk about the new role. You're going to have to have new roles assigned to you guys. Yes, totally. But also, it's not an excuse either for Graham, like... Everyone else still has a job and gets their roles done. But mm-hmm. it will. I, I, we need to give them a little bit of a grace period because it's a hard adjustment. I remember my first corporate job, I was like, I don't even have time to grocery shop. When do people clean? When do people do that? And now it's like, I know every Sunday I need to do X, Y, and Z. Every Monday night. You know what I mean? Remember when the weekends were so fun? And now it's like, <laughs> I need, I need that Sunday yeah. to do any, to, to possibly function as like an adult. To not sacrifice Monday, I need Sunday. You know what's really sad? What? It's like you know you're getting older when you're when you beg for your weekends to be empty with nothing because you your to do list is so long that if you don't complete it you're gonna freak out and you actually want to return that pile yeah you know oh ret- oh after rough and rowdy I returned a pile and it felt great yeah you what you why were you shopping before rough and rowdy what were you I was stressed okay are you a stress shopper <laughs> yes. If I'm either a stress eater or a stress shopper, and so if I, I it goes back and forth, I'll either eat the kitchen okay. or I'll spend the bank account. <laughs> mm. And lately, I've been trying to eat healthier, so I've been spending money okay. up the wazoo, shopping a lot. But you went and returned it. I did okay. because I after a variety, I was like, oh, nothing even looks cute. These mm. are ugly. Oh my God, I tried to return stuff to Aritzia yesterday. Ten day return policy. I had no idea what. And the, the way she told me. Was like so fucking rude. Like I was trying to return something from last season. She was like, she said my name. She's like, oh my god, Alana, I'm so sorry. Oh. We have a ten day return policy. It's been twenty one days. Or okay, something. it needs to be thirty. Days. It needs it to be 20, thirty. Twenty two days ago. Actually, it needs to be like sixty. Then, then I was like, can I get a store credit? She's like, I couldn't believe this. Actually, I'm like, she's like, twenty one days is our um, store credit policy. It's it's been twenty two days. Can you fucking? Be- She's like, then I start being like, girl, like, that's crazy. She, she was like, if you if you exchange something right now, I'll let you do an exchange in the store. I like, I don't want any of your stupid clothes at this store. Everything's overpriced and not that cute. <sighs> Ten Override days. Override it. Oh, it's one day. Override <laughs> Ten it. Ten day return policy for your money back. Dude, I'd flip shit. Isn't that, like, outrageous? Yeah. Ten days I'm is not so enough. over Ritzia. They suck. I've only bought one thing Their from clothes, there and I won't. like, not that, not that cute, overpriced, not great quality. Yeah. And their <laughs> clerks are rude. 
Yeah, that the, the, the 10's a little much. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, who do you guys think you are? My favorite thing about us three is watching each of us go on a tangent because they're all so different. <laughs> like our tangent process is so different, and like what we go on tangents about. <laughs> Like, Alana's, like, a Red Seeker's, like, bananas. Mine's, like, someone didn't check this off the to-do list. <laughs> yeah, we're oh, it's, We're so different, but it's hilarious. It kills me. But I would be livid, Alana. So rude. And you have every right to your emotions. Thank you. You do. Your emotions are valid. Don't Thank forget you. that. Fuck them. Do you? <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, moms and Aritzia. Those are on the, yeah. the hit list of the day. Own your emotions. Own them. Own, own, own it. Them. Own it. <laughs> okay, do you think, like, when you see, speak, like, speaking of Graham starting to work, when you see, like, a guy in his, this is being be a question for you, because it doesn't. <laughs> I know, I just couldn't stop laughing. It doesn't apply to me, but. Yeah, wait, is Graham wearing a suit? It does apply to you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, like what's he? I, wait, ask the question. When you start to see a guy in his work environment, do you find that attractive or are you just like, okay, anyways? Like, it depends on the work environment. Mm-hmm. I think it's it crazy how like a job can <laughs> make or break a person. Stop. <laughs> I can't have this conversation. You have it's to have it. Face. It's, a good, it's a good thought. <laughs> What's the problem? I feel like we're hitting a nerve. No, I just got a cramp in my stomach. Um, no, it's amazing because it's so crazy how a job can shape a human being. Like even from for us, for example, like I've had people say, "Oh, once I saw you in a clip." I found you attractive because mm. it's like you're like in your place of work, like doing business. You know what I mean? So like if you just meet like a regular Joe Schmo on the street, but then you realize they work in finance finance and you see them all dressed up, you're like, damn, mm-hmm. like you clean up nicely. Or it's kind of like a guy and a girl are best friends and the guy sees the girl dressed up for the first time and like maybe she's at like she's a. Uh, presenting at a work function she's all dressed up they're like damn her in her environment mm-hmm. her, she looks hot in her environment yeah it's funny like we it's so funny girls are always like we're girl bosses but it's like when i see a guy in a suit or a guy in his work environment or owning his craft mm-hmm. i find it so hot because i'm like that's them dominating yes. and then i'm like in the bedroom i feel like we all want the same thing we're like just be alpha and it's like what but we're like no we're alpha and it's like no you go ahead you be alpha there's nothing hotter than seeing a man at it like getting his shit done Mm -hmm. like in the world you know what i mean like (laughs) is that like do you find it hot when you see like mike just like editing (laughs) maybe not I would. I feel like I would if I was dating a producer and I was like watching them create something. I'd be like, "Damn, that's hot." I'm just imagining Mike at his computer and, and I want to be like, "Take your shirt off." <laughs> or like Graham. Like I like. No, I remember it, in different ways, not the editing part. That's really funny that you said. Like, do you think I look hot when I edit? With yes, yes. No, I think it's other things. It's more. It's having the opinion. It's when you have like your opinion. opinion. Yeah, I remember like in my old corporate job, I would see guys like run business meetings, and I was like. Damn, I never yeah. thought you were hot until I saw Commanding you. Commanding a room, one might yes. say. Yes, or like picking the restaurant. Or when a guy like taking charge. Yeah. Even, even being like, I'll get the door for you. I'll call your Uber. All things like that. It's yeah. like, when you, okay, do you feel like though a guy is his job? Like they, okay, take a doctor, take a trainer, for example. If you met if you met one guy at a bar, he's dressed in normal clothes. Uh-huh. And then you say, what do you do? And he says, doctor. Did your opinion just change of him? Um, yeah, 100%. Like, I feel like we all try to be like, we're not our jobs. But 
as soon as you find out what someone does, your whole perception of them changes. You get all these, like, ideas of them. You just assume these things about them based off their job. Like, the job changes everything. Like, i am be honest. I see a jo- another Joe Schmo on the street, and he is the CEO of a startup. I'm going to be like, I need to talk to you all night long. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So so the job to you, maybe maybe we don't know if they are their job, but it does make like a massive difference to you and how yeah. you view them. Yeah. Being your job is more of like... It's another combo. It's like, it's like, it's a personality trait. Totally. Especially, especially jobs that fulfill you. Like, I feel like our, pers- one of our large personality traits is our job. That's because we're, have you heard of Dharma? No. Like, uh, doing, taking your special talent and using it to change the world. Oh, I love that. Alex's quote of the day. <laughs> then I said it too. I don't even try. I just go, I love that. I, I love that. Wait, I love that. Right? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, no one even notices too. Wait, it's like clockwork. Cool. Sorry. Dharma. But if you're using your Dharma and it's your job. Mm hmm. You are that person. Like we, we want to be associated as people that work at Barstool and have the Mean Girl podcast because yeah. we're proud of it. So proud. We're using what we're good at to help people. Yeah. Bill Russell, for instance, I feel like in that instance, he's like, I happen to be six nine, mm-hmm. really athletic, and I am a basketball player. But it's not necessarily like maybe I love charity. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like in some, like a doctor, for example, it's like, do you want to help people, or did you think your parents wanted to raise a doctor? I think that's why so many guys are so hesitant. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know how I'm always like, oh, the guy wouldn't even tell me where he worked. Like maybe that's why guys are so hesitant to tell people what they do and where they work because they don't want girls to just have this perception of them. Because mm-hmm. a lot of guys I meet are very, very hesitant on telling me where they work. And maybe it's truly because, like, once they say Morgan Stanley or EY, we'll just be like, oh, my God, like, they're top dog at, like, the big four. Oh, my God, I'm, you're rich. You know what I mean? That, that goes back to the, I think you d- played the devil's advocate one day on this, but, yeah. like, they don't, guys so badly, I feel like girls never walk around with this, but guys so badly don't want a gold digger or a girl, mm-hmm. to, they want a girl to truly like them for them. Yeah. But I do feel like a lot of times they shy away from it. Yeah, that actually really opened my eyes because usually it would piss me off, but now I, I respect that. I get that because I don't tell people where I work when they ask. I just go, I work in, uh, like I got my hair cut and he goes, what do you do? I said, social media. Yeah. Sport, sports media sports company. Media. I say too, sports media yeah. company. I just don't say sports media because then they might ask me sports questions and I'm like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm on the accounting side of the sports. Yeah, I'm not on the sports part of the sports <laughs> I media. I have no idea. I have another question for you. <laughs> okay. So now we, we, the whole world knows that Graham doesn't masturbate. The whole world. Literally. They, the they whole didn't world. like that. They didn't. But I have a question for you. Did your sex life... Um, dwindle a bit with rough and rowdy since you were like so go 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 and you were physically exhausted every single day just quick yes or no answer because i have some more to talk about. no okay oh amazing yeah god oh. i think it got better my sex life is my sex life is permanently better because of this podcast i've been trying new things love mm. that because you know why i think it is it's on my mind yeah a lot and i've opened up like this is why I think people at home actually should start talking about sex a little bit more. It's a little awkward at first. Yeah. But if you first, if I mean, you look at our first episode, <laughs> we're like, <laughs> like sex. Ah, we're like, does Graham, ma-? and now I'm like, so does Graham masturbate? Yep. Okay, cool. So what do you want it to call it? A dick or a cock? <laughs> like, okay, so we're there. Um, but I think if you start talking about it, people start thinking about it more and then you just become so much more open with it. And it like, becomes part, it's just like a part of my life so much more than it was. That's actually true. Cause I remember in the beginning I would, I was more open to dating more because it, 
it made me curious so I could talk about it with you on the podcast. Yeah, it's like when you have a set date each week to talk to somebody about it, yeah. it's like therapy. You're going to think about your feelings more because you know you got to report them. Yeah. Okay, so I was hoping you were going to say yes. Then I could be like, how are you guys making it spicy? But like, what are some new things? Have you guys tried anything new recently? Okay. Since you keep, since you guys don't masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me, let me, let's clarify that. So, everyone was saying like, all guys masturbate. He, he did at one point, but listen, Graham doesn't, I, I don't know how to say this. The kid's not short on sexual attention. I don't know when he would masturbate. Right. He, yeah. he, in the shower, I, he maybe? maybe in the shower, like, but when I come home, like he gets, I love to have sex with that kid. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing I didn't get about that whole argument. It's like, why? I get that sometimes. Yeah. Like work trips away for the weekend i don't know there's but why gonna, if you live with your significant other why would you be why would you why would you masturbate if they're in the other room i'm gonna be honest i think a lot of people are in unhappy relationships and they don't have a lot of sex like that which is so normal by the way that they're angry that you guys have a healthy sex life right like i think people took that out of context yeah. kind of yeah they did and, and i i kind of blocked it out because it was the same week of of the boxing but when i went on the yak i kind of did the podcast actually a little bit of a disservice because i was like what do you want me to do like i was like of course i know all guys masturbate but i do know that they do mm-hmm. but he he just like doesn't and it's not because he's not allowed to it's i went home and i asked him and he's like yeah, you. We literally have sex at this point every night. Like, when yeah. do you want me to masturbate? Well, yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's a good point, I guess. Like, well, work trips. There's gonna be, of course, there's gonna be these different scenarios. But I'm just saying right now, like, he. It's not that I'm like don't. It's just that he doesn't. Yeah, I think it just pulled out a lot of people's insecurities, and they were mm-hmm. jealous because, like, which is totally valid. Like, when I was in a five year relationship, we rarely had sex, and I would have laughed at you too because I'd have been envious and jealous you know what I mean yeah yeah so it's whatever but anyways um what are some spicy things that are uh going on in the relationship so I asked him yesterday I said have we ever role played have have we because I thought that we had hmm. and he said <laughs> he said well not technically and I said well you bought me the that outfit and I would wear it and I was like, like and I was the whip. I was like, I was kind of being like, oh, a, I missed that. <laughs> I'm just hitting Aww. myself with the used whip. Aww. I was like, oh, Ew. don't touch that. <laughs> um, but I was like, it was like a biker girl. And he was like, no, I think role play has to be like, you're a nurse dressing up as a nurse. But this is my question about role play. Do I have to talk and be in character or do I just have to be dressed up as the person? I think you got to go full, you gotta full go balls full to the walls. Ball. But I also yeah. think it's sometimes not just about playing a character. It's about setting up a scene scenario so some people role play and like what they do is they will meet at a spot and act like they just met for the first time because like sometimes that's like spicy like meeting someone you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i've seen that in movies a lot where the that's like how they keep their sex life special and like spicy so that's a role play but them just playing themselves like they've never met so i would go to a spot yeah and he would go at a different time and you guys would meet for the first time it's like you're a one night stand yeah that's like one thing you could do yeah and some people act like they're still married. Some people act like they're single. Like, there's so many different ways to play it. So you could be like, hi, I'm Graham Bennett. What's your name? And you'd be like, Alex Hodges. Oh. And then you, he would buy you a drink, and you'd, you'd, you would truly act like you just <laughs> Alex met. Alex Hodges. I don't even know. <laughs> Who is that? Wait, right? Like, wait, hold on. Do we, do we? Should you try that? Yeah, I'm going to yeah, try it, but I'm like, the effort. But that's, that's good. It's fun. No, it's yeah. fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's good. I will do it. What's the point? Spicing it up? It's yeah. a fetish. Some people like, yeah. want to relive like their singlehood and they want to know what it's like to be single again. All these like things that you miss out when you're married. Not in a bad way, but like no, you, you'll yeah. never get to relive again. 
Okay, so then you yeah. you you play like that. Yeah. yeah. I like like the going home like ripping the clothes off type thing. Like I can see that, but I can't see me putting on the nurse outfit and being like, no, I'm you're a doctor. That there's so there's a wide array of role play. Okay, so you do have to role play by definition, you have to play a character that's different than yourself. Or a character that's like yourself but in a different time period. So like when you before you and Graham met, okay, you know what I mean. So it has to be a different situation than the one I'm in now. Yeah, or it could, you even could pretend to be a whole different girl, but like yourself, you could just call yourself a different name. You don't have to go. You don't have to go crazy. Hold on, why do I have to do it? Why can't he? No, be he just- can too. He can too. I'm just using you because you're in front of me. But what what would be a scenario when a guy was role playing? He could pretend to be a guy you just met, but you're 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 Alex Bennett. You're a married Alex Bennett, and mm-hmm. you meet this hot tall man oh. for the first time when when Graham is away at a work meeting. And you meet him at a bar, and you're like, "Oh my, oh my god, god. god, I know, <laughs> I know." <laughs> She's into me. I know. I'm too single, you guys. I'm too single. I have one more question, then we're gonna talk about you being too single. <laughs> why do I? Why am I not like biting on the idea? Is it's it that's not a fantasy of yours? Oh, maybe like another thing. Like she's getting deep into this one specific thing. Yeah, I mean, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I actually like that a bit more because it's not like something. It's not like a different life that I want to live. Yeah, it, yeah, it's you doing it's, something. Yeah, also like cooking. Yeah, just know that like cool. it's it depends on like your fantasies, your fetishes, what you're missing out. Like unfortunately, some people who are married for a long time like they need to like relive these um these crazy scenarios so maybe they don't cheat on their partner you know what i mean yes oh, i see what you're saying Everyone's okay so different would you be insulted if somebody came to you and was like hey can we role play i want to like fill like fill a void <laughs> if they were like hey i'm gonna cheat on you <laughs> if we don't yeah but if they were like i just love the idea of like re-meeting you no i wouldn't be offended oh that's a good way to word that re-meeting you yeah but if they're like i want to meet a new girl i'd be like what the fuck <laughs> can you play somebody else tonight at the bar i'd can be you- like can you play Stacy from across the hall? I'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> that's where I, that's in my head. I, I feel like somebody's saying to me, like, can we do something different? And I'm like, wait, why? Because it ain't broke. Why are we fixing it? Yeah. Um, but if they were like, I want to relive the night I met you, I'd be like, hell fucking yeah, let's do it. That's fun. That's oh, like wanting to go to college. Yeah. yeah, that's cute. That's hot. That's, that is hot. Yes. Love. Okay, you said you're too single. Yeah, and I am. I feel like new hair. Is it new you? Like, what's the status? Because we've got, after this, when this episode airs, we've got one week until we're Labor Day. Like, we're in the fall. Almost back to school after Labor Day. Yeah. So what's, like, the vibe of you and your dating? Yeah. So I'm very single. I haven't gone on a date since, uh, it's, like, pre-Most Dangerous Games. So, like, May. Wow. May, May. Yeah. June, July, August. Four months. Is that four months? Three months. Three months? Yeah, like three months. Okay. How do um, you feel? Barely ki- kissed a boy. I kissed a boy in the fourth, but I don't count that. So I haven't kissed a guy since then either. You know, it's, it's been a l- lonely summer. <laughs> no, I, I've had no interest in dating. This summer has been absolutely insane. It's hot as hell, which I didn't want to date. But I, lately I've been feeling more like getting in the mood to start dating again. Okay. Why? I don't know. I think it's like the fall energy. Everyone's always like cuffing season in the fall. Um, I also feel like the cooler weather, I'm in a better mood because everyone knows I hate the hot. But also, I think, too, things are going to be more consistent. Like, we've had a chaotic summer. Like, Mean Girls Pod has been work, like, doing, we've never done, like, a normal day of work. It's like, sometimes we have to do Saturday, Sundays, late night, you know what I mean? Like, it's never consistent. Dating would have, dating would have been a too hard, you couldn't have, you'd be, you, it wouldn't be fun to have dated. No, I was exhausted this summer. Um, and I feel like we're going to be going back to like more of a regular time where people are working Monday through Friday type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'll have more, I, I can actually be like, oh no, after work I can 
get a happy hour with you at seven or eight o'clock i feel like two things one yeah you're gonna be like too so free that you're gonna want to but two you said something yesterday that fascinated me you're like okay mm-hmm. on the dating apps people are starting to be like oh barstool like oh it's the mean girl so you were saying maybe the way to meet somebody's gonna have to be organically yeah I, I i've been having a lot of social anxiety around dating apps um i've actually downloaded it a few times this summer and then i've deleted it because and this sounds like so like <laughs> like stupid of me to say but a lot of people would be like oh you're that girl from barstool and that freaked me out because i never wanted someone to date me once again like based off of my title so i feel like i can't go on the dating apps anymore um because i don't want like these like preconceived notions of me like i want to meet people organically but i was like when is that ever going to happen and then you made a really good point is in the fall we're going to be going out and doing more things yeah i feel like a we haven't gone out we haven't, we haven't sat at a bar and talked to the person next to us, which n- all New York has to offer is guys. I haven't hung out with you outside of work since. <laughs> Literally. Like, no I wonder remember. you haven't met anybody. I haven't met a person. I only can be with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, the last time I hung out, with you, I couldn't even tell you. Right. We've, I'm not short on seeing you. Yeah. But it's been work. Yeah. It's always work related. Yeah. I feel like that's funny that you don't want to be associated with the job. I mean, we just talked about that. That's cool. No, I, I let me rephrase that. I don't want people to want to talk to me just because of the job. Like, if someone truly loves Mean Girl Pod and, like, loved my work, that's different. But I don't want someone to be like, oh, she works at bar, so I got to talk to her. Date her because they think your job's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just want the guy that's... You just want you just want a normal guy that's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I have heard of that. Yeah, and who respects my job but isn't, like, have all these, like, preconceived notions and assumptions about me. So at, at this point, mm-hmm. if I was like, okay... Uh, do you want to go on like a double date? You're down. Like yes. you're, you're in. So now we're I back. That. Okay. I I want to kiss a boy so bad. You guys, I've been literally dreaming. That's like how I fall asleep is I'll like just pick someone and like imagine like a scenario and then go to bed. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. And I, have, I have dreams about people every night and they're the most random people in my life. You have like suppressed it. Yeah, you had to. It was there was so much going on. Yeah, but now I'm excited for you because I feel like you're you're clear minded and you're like I'm open. I've got the time. Let's do it. I haven't had sex in years. It's not even a year. It's been a few months. Yeah, I, you know what? I've been touched it. by a man in a long time. <laughs> not even hugged. I haven't even hugged anybody. It probably feels good to be like fully ready though. Yeah, like I, you know. Yeah, like I have new hair. I'm starting to eat healthy again. I joined a different gym, so I feel like I'm getting a better workout in. Like I feel like the fall is gonna be like a little bit of a glow up. Okay. Oh, I love a glow up. Yeah. <laughs> you'll feel yeah. confident and you'll be dating. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I wonder if you'll go on a second date with somebody. Maybe. Maybe I'll meet someone this weekend. You. You seriously could. Oh wow! I would totally vlog that moment. Oh. I have to, I, I can't leave. So Alex and I are going to the Hamptons for like a, yay, rough and rowdy's over. Let's have one more celebration before school starts. And if I don't kiss a boy, I'm throwing, I'm throwing hands. If you don't kiss a boy, we did something wrong. Yeah. I was Seriously, the, I was the worst wingman. Yeah. Even come like, back. Just stay. I'm the worst wingman in the world and we completely failed at, at the Hamptons. Yeah. 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 There's no way. We'll but no, we'll, I'm ready. We'll I think fall will be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I'm very excited for you. Me too. Yay. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. I personally have been using therapy for years, and I know that you have too. Yes. So what what was it that inspired you to do therapy? Um... 
I hit a breaking point in my life and I was having panic attacks and I didn't want to leave my apartment. I was real I was in the lowest I've ever been in I was to the point where I didn't know what else to do. Yeah, that's I feel like a lot of people post COVID especially can relate to that. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time throughout the process. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Mean Girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Mean Girl. Beautiful. All right, should we get into a listener question? Yes, ma'am. Opinions on your boyfriend going to a strip club. And let's change that to boyfriend, partner, spouse, husband, anything. I say let him go. Why not? And trust him. Like, bachelor parties, we're we're going to strip clubs. Um, I think there is no issue. And be a good boy, whatever that definition is that fits you. Yeah, I don't have an issue with that at all. I, I personally love strip clubs. Um... I truly think if you have a problem, it might be because you don't trust your partner. Also, I view strip club as like a, a place of entertainment where they're, the people who are stripping are doing their job. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not just going to be on your boyfriend making out with him. I mean, I don't know if they, that's a problem then. But you know what I mean? Like, when I think of strip clubs, I'm like, yeah, get the lap dance. Like, that's part of the entertainment of the show. Yeah, hmm. and just know how to do it tastefully. Yeah. Like, if you're significant others with a group of guys and they're all going out to the strip club your man should be able to go handle his own and just like know the appropriate actions where everybody else this is the example i always use if you've got a single friend in the group and he's looking at you he should be like i okay i'm not afraid to get in a relationship because i can still have fun i can be like that and i can just know like if you feel good about your actions you should be fine at a strip club yeah like if if you're someone in a relationship don't act like pay for a lap dance for yourself but if someone pays for you to get one, accept it. You know what I always think the go-to is? What? Because I think bachelor, I think guy strips are where these come up the most. Mm-hmm. If you're the guy, you go, first things first, go up, pay for the person to get one. Yeah. Then, like, you've, you've already interacted. Yeah, like, What do you think about bachelor parties? Like, I think it's a little weird how, like, people treat their own bachelor party, bachelorette party, like it's like a last hurrah, like they're, like, single. I think that's weird. I feel like some people take it overboard. I think if you're doing that, you probably aren't yeah. marrying the right person. Yes. I think, I don't think I know anyone that's done that, but no. I'm like, if, if that's your, I feel like people use that as a, like a cop out. They're like, Oh, last night before I, I'm hooked to the ball and chain the rest of my life. Like that, you're not marrying the right person. You should be excited. And you don't view that as the last thing of freedom. Cause like that, <laughs> being married should not remove freedom from your life. Well, and that would be the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. Waking up, like then you get to go home to yeah. your person you're going to marry. It's like, you probably feel like shit. Yeah. But I feel like, okay, you know how if you, if you start to stop somebody from doing something, like, if I was, like, never do X, yeah, you'd be, like... You want to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is with strip clubs. If you're, like, you you won't go. Yeah. The guys are, like... And everyone hates... I mean, you just... You can't... Yeah. So, just, I think, overall, it's, like, we think that it's totally okay. And if you don't, maybe reassess your relationship and your trust in that person. Yeah, it's fine. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. It's what, relationships They're so fun to go, with, fun. go to with a group. They're so, they're so much fun. Yeah. I love going with my girlfriends. It's so much fun. They usually have the cheapest gone with Graham. Yes. Yeah. Totally gone. Like, totally so gone. fun. NOLA and, like, let's go to, like, the strip clubs are, like, pristine there. Mm. Wait, we have, do we have strip clubs in New York? Is that Sapphire? NOLA? We do. Wait, what's yeah. NOLA? New Orleans. Ah, uh, I got it. Um, let's go yeah, to the strip one, club. Yeah, I think, like, 60th Street. It's called Sapphire. Is that cool? 
That's cool. The, you know what else? I love that they're open late. Oh, yeah. Yes. Love that. I love that we all agree on that. I do, too. All right. Well, AB, do you want to um, do what you do best? Like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Leave us a review and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes, and also, if you guys didn't know, every Thursday we're coming on vlogs, which is going to be a day in our life behind the scenes. So if you guys want to see more of Mean Girl, make sure to watch our vlogs that drop every Thursday. And then the episodes obviously come out every Monday.